¿Qué pasó, gente? It's your boy Pelon, and you are tuned in to another episode of the Chicano Podcast, aka Chocast. I am your host, Steve Garcia, and this is being brought to you by Chicano. So what's the deal? What's going on? This uh this episode is probably gonna be all over the place like always, but um, I'm gonna try to isolate the ideas today um, on some narratives and some conclusions. And some long-term implications uh, that concern our history and our education on that history and what it really means. You know, I said long-term implications because. Man, we're beautiful people. You know, I acknowledge that from the forefront. Um, I only do this podcast because I really believe that, you know. I really believe we're beautiful people. I believe we have so much potential. If I didn't believe that we have so much growing, um, so much potential as a humongous, a huge uh, force in politics in the country then I wouldn't be saying the things that I'm saying and um, I believe it's up to us to aspire to become leaders So I'm kind of glad that I'm able to think a little bit right now um, about this central idea um, where we need to be now, where we should have been yesterday and where we need to be tomorrow, like immediately tomorrow. We need to be making decisions right now to become leaders in our own right to develop leaders right now not I'm talking about yesterday we need to be making leaders yesterday you know I know I'm kind of you know changing things around and playing with words but I mean man it you know we're behind you know we're behind the eight ball you know we um, have taken a huge step back and uh, the education that our people really had prior to um, the European invasion, prior to 1492, prior to uh, the genocide of 100 million people. Do not forget and do not take it lightly. You know, this was a holocaust. You compare 6 million to 100 million and it dwarfs 
the biggest holocaust Hollywood talks about. They make fun of us. Of course they're going to discount our history. But that's not really what we're talking about. But we are talking about narratives. And I do want to draw that simulation is because we don't control narratives. And I don't think that we fully understand. Not all of us. Some of us do. And that's why it's important we start developing leaders um, that want to coalesce and want to share these um, ideas, intellectual conversations, uh, deep thought podcasts, whatever. I'm down. You can get me at chicanopodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, whatever. Um, We need leadership, and we need it right now, and we need to start talking about what we're going to do to heal all the issues and also prevent uh, any more um, poison. You know, we got to stop the poison coming into the body. We got to stop the poison coming into the mind. We got to look at the long-term implications of these narratives uh, that are out there. Uh, the disassociation of the land, the disassociation of the culture, uh, the perpetuated idea that certain words are negative. I mean, who taught you? And I'm quoting uh, Malcolm X. Who taught you to hate yourself? Who taught you the color of your to hate the color of your skin? Who taught you that? That's what I mean when I say the long-term implications of the media and these ideas. You cannot believe everything in Hollywood. You can't believe that the Mexican is dirty or lazy or sleepy or the Indian is tonto, like in the Long Ranger, tonto, every movie they used to put out. You don't even see us on TV. They want to erase us, you know. And um, where I'm really going with this is, is um, I have been seeing some and having conversations uh, that have been pretty, pretty alerting, you know, Uh, a lot of people are uh, pretty sensitive uh, when it comes to certain uh, ideas that have been perpetuated along with science and even religion have uh, crossed paths uh, to make us uh, feel and think the way that we do, and it's, it's, I mean, it is what it is, before, um, you know, and, and, and there's something I'm going to say, and you can take it how you want to, but we all need to decolonize, we all need to decolonize, you know, we need to stop eating the poison, we need to stop eating all the synthetic fake uh, substances 
We need to be putting in natural, good uh, nourishment to not only the, 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 the body, but the mind as well. And um, I'm telling you, man, um, there have been a lot of lies told to us, and uh, we still believe a lot of lies. So when I say decolonize, um, of course, a lot of the narratives that are going to be pushed by the media are going to be very controlling, very divisive, and um, they're there to make you wonder and question uh, our ability and our own integrity as a people. They're there to challenge our heroes. They're there to um, dismiss our history. And they're there to divide us. Because if they can have us fighting ourselves, then they don't even have to fight us anymore. That's how ignorant we are. Is that we don't realize the ramifications of some of these um, ideas. So when I say decolonize, there's a lot of things that were brought on in 1492. And all of those things were not here prior to that invasion, prior to that colonization, prior to that rape, that rape of the mind, that rape of the soul, and that rape of our people physically the real rape and that murdering genocide of our people you have to look at it in reality you know to understand that yes they're going to say things like we're mutts or we don't have a culture we don't have a history we were not a civilization because we did not write we couldn't read those are all false narratives and I'm trying to help you um, or not help you know you know what I'm what I'm doing is I'm trying to understand myself help myself understand why I've always had these uh, these feelings and these thoughts because the more and more I read and the more and more I study and the more and more I dig, look, find and educate my mind um, I realize that, you know what? That's not true at all. We did have civilizations. We did write. We did read. We did mathematics. Biology, agriculture, pharmacology, you know, surgery, medical doctors. You know, part of European invasion, we had so many institutions that taught children, that taught women, that taught men how to be scholars. We had one of the most intense writing systems. So to call us savages and to call us heathens, to call us dirty when we took multiple baths a day 
because of our engineering uh, that was done in our cities, in the aqueducts. You know, we had fresh water running everywhere. These are the impressions that time and time and time and time and time and time again, they start to perpetuate a feeling of self. And I believe um, intensely that's why we're not in the media. The Chicano podcast ain't in Hollywood. It's not on ABC, CBS, NBC. You know, we don't have any other uh, leaders that are stepping up to the plate. They got money. They got the ability. They got the uh, resources to push the narrative that we need. Because our history, our ancestry, our civilizations, all of that is our political strength and our power as people to unify as opposed to divide. That's what gives us the ties. That education is what gives us the ties. And this is a big part. Some people ask me, okay, you know, or I've seen them ask, you know, like, you know, hey, do I have an agenda? And I, I don't I don't have an agenda other than just speaking the truth. And if I can find something that's, you know, debunked or false, you know, about our people, that gives me Value, Yes, that gives me pride. That makes me feel good. So if there's an agenda and feeling good about myself and finding out more about self and our people, well, I guess that would probably be it. But you can't tell me that the founding, you know, you look at this country and um, we're, 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 we're supposedly 250 years old, roughly. That's 250 years of destruction of our people, our nation, our nations, we're first nations people. I can't be proud of something that has continually over the last 250 years dumbed us down and killed us. I just don't understand how that works. It doesn't really make sense to me when you look at the big picture, you know? These founding fathers have always thought that they were better than us. You look at the original documents, it was to exclude anybody of color, whether it be Native Americans or African Americans. And that's true. Not considered a whole man. So you have to ask yourself, you know, what 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 were the um, implications back then of telling everybody in the country that these people are not as good as you? It's a reflection of today. Their grandparents handed down the same ideals and they continue to perpetuate those ideals. You have a lot of liberals that would say different, but in reality, do we we have any power? Do we have any control? Do we have any resources? Do we have any land? No. Those positions are still held by that liberal leadership. And, um, you know, I'm not really trying to uh, make it anything more than it is, but you have to look at the history. You have to look at the, the credit. History is like credit. Credit's like history, you know. You have to look at all the past transactions to develop your own sense of like, hey, this thing might not go the way you want it to go. You know, using 
using um, a lot of the um, the accounts, the real um, news. Last year, about this time, we had a white supremacist, if that's the correct term to use, but that's the term that the media used, um, named Patrick Crucius. He shot 46 people and he killed 23 of them but for every two bullets that he shot out of that gun he killed he killed one person so he shot 46 times and every other bullet he killed somebody pretty radical Would I, would I ever teach anything like that? Hell no. Do I think anything like that is right? Hell no. I think it's absolutely wrong for our people to have to go through that. 23 people died. He shot 46 times because he thought in his mind that we're taking over. We didn't come here as immigrants. His ancestors came over here as immigrants. I'm not trying to be divisive, but what I am saying is, is he is being divisive. And you have to be aware of that. You have to realize that these people want to kill Not all, but I'm going to say a lot of people feel the way he feels here. And if you don't believe me, just look, turn on, turn on the news. Look at the number one rated news program out there. It perpetuates the same narrative, invasion and immigration, anti-immigration. And that was a very uh, emotional slash political uh, narrative, racist narrative. But at the same time, it was political. And it was an ideal that is perpetuated in the media and in politics right now, whether you want to believe it or not. And that's why I think that it's important that we all realize that everything is political. Um, it is a false reality. It's a way that, you know, they can control, continue to control the land, the resources. Um, that's why I was talking about leadership right now. We need leaders to step up to the plate. And having respect for our culture and having respect for our people doesn't disrespect anybody. So I know I'm going to catch a lot of, sh- you know, a lot of, st- a lot of um, bull crap for people that are going to think that, you know, hey, man, I'm pushing some agenda 
or I'm, you know, racist, uh, you know, towards uh, people because, you know, I want to take credit where credit is due. Our people built the first civilizations here in America. Nobody else did it. Asians didn't do it. Africans didn't do it. Europeans didn't do it. Aliens did not do it. And see, that's the point I'm trying to make is these narratives are that we were not smart enough to do it. So how can we be smart enough to run a a civilization? So maybe we shouldn't have control of the land. Maybe the people that are the real immigrants should control the resources because we've never understood how to be civilized. You see that false narrative? Do you realize that that's kind of the end game with a lot of this thought process that is perpetuated, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So again, having respect for our culture does not disrespect other people. It basically says, no, that's not true. If you're saying that Columbus discovered a continent with people already on it, then you're saying, and he came on a boat, you're saying that basically he's the first person that came over here on a boat. So you can't really have your cake and eat it too and tell me that other people came over here like the aliens and built the pyramids and uh, just for a second I'm going to slide and do a lateral move real quick and talk about evolution and um, human migration for about five seconds (laughs) if you talk about evolution you say you basically uh, evolved from you know, primates and other animals and plants and, you know, biology has changed over time. These things take millions, hundreds of millions, tens of millions of years to to, to happen. And when you look at the time frame of human migration and how long that took, um, a human is not going to basically change fast enough from the time period that we had um, the Mesoamerican civilization. Mutually exclusive ideas all together. Just had to throw that out there uh, for people who do want to um, investigate exactly what that means. Um, There are some religious affiliations like uh, I think, and and you know what, I won't even name anybody. There, There are just religious affiliations that change the um, political spectrum based on um, hypothetical views that they have and when you when you when you bring that's why they say kind of like religion and politics should never really mix 
because scientifically they, they just they can't make sense you know if you start talking about evolution how are you going to change the topic to um, when the world was created in terms of like science it, it doesn't it doesn't really jive you know so that's why politics really separates those two you know they separate you know uh, state and church right um, because there's going to be a lot of uh, views that you know really don't um, like I said it's 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 a it's a conundrum in itself you don't really want to have that conversation or you just kind of want to just keep it it's 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 a tough one you know I don't want to sit here and tell you you know what you should and shouldn't believe um but at the same time if science believes um in evolution and uh religion doesn't or if let's just say for example um you are a um, particular religion and you would believe that everything was basically um, given credit to a um, certain type of people. You know, once you start to believe in religion or have some religious views, then everybody is actually discriminated against because there's only... um, you know, particular people um, in that narrative that are ultimately chosen. And that's the, um, how would you say it? That, that, that's the um, advertent and inadvertent thought process behind um Who should basically be in control? Who owns the land? I mean, I think it's interesting when you look at the fact of like the biggest uh, landowner in the um, whole world is the Catholic Church. I find that interesting. Um, I saw a statistic, and I'm, I'm not sure how. Uh, how, how much of it is still true to this day uh, because I think that it was a statistic that maybe one of the uh, political rights I had, uh, uh, political rights um, leaders uh, back in the 60s uh, was talking about but it said that the world is so diverse in people that Mostly everybody in the world is multicultural or of like non, you know, four-fifths of the people out in the world are um, not really um, European. You know, we have a very mutually multicultural and this is just something to think about that you know when you look at 
you know, Europe on the map, and you look at Africa, and you look at China, and you look at the whole Western Hemisphere, the whole Western Hemisphere is what our people back in the day used to call Samanawak. And uh, prior to 1492, there were no people on the Western Hemisphere for the most part. This is a this is this is the um, long-standing idea that mostly everybody believes, and um, you know if you want to say um, somebody got on a boat before I guess uh, you know Columbus and came over here, or got on a UFO airplane or something like that and came in and you know 1,000 or 2,000 BC and built all our civilizations for us and then took off and disappeared then I mean I guess you have the right to say that um, however I was what, what I was getting at is that you know uh, 80% of the world does not have like a Eurocentric uh, Eurocentric uh, belief system you know, English, French, Spanish, those are languages, um, you know, you have religions, uh, you have, um, so much culture, um, that basically comes from different parts of the world that I think that, um, even Europeans have adopted, you know, into, uh, their institutions, and have taken it for their own, but when you look at a lot of um, even recipes, um, you know, diet. Um, obviously, you know they own all the land or taken have taken control of most of the world. Um, I would think, other than you know Asia um, or China. Um, that brings up a good point. Most revolutions are bloody. So you can't just normally just take over a whole continent or other lands without killing people. And so war has been a um, theme over the last 250 years. Uh, you look at Latin America, you look at South America, you look at the people of these poor countries, why they don't have no resources, why all their leaders are getting killed, why there are political coups, um, why they're kept uh, basically dumbed down. And that's why I feel it's so important that we have leaders um, that are educated, that are going to be, uh, you know, I guess speaking to the masses in a way that needs to be spoken about because, I mean, we need to start grooming tomorrow's leaders. We need to start uh, having uh, people that we look up to or at least conversate with to open our own minds to become leaders. I'm, I, I, I'm not saying that maybe you need to become a leader, but maybe you need to have conversations with some leaders or the most of us should. Therefore, some of us are going to need to step up to the plate. Um, some of our children, you know, could very much be a leader. 
And some of that is going to have to take a step back or sacrifice and uh, maybe go into political science. Maybe become a teacher. Maybe go into law as opposed to, you know, looking for the hottest job out there. You know, the highest paying, fastest growing uh, field, blah, 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 you know. Maybe take a crack at being a leader. Maybe care about your people. Maybe enjoy what you do. Maybe read a little bit. But, um, yeah, I think it's interesting, you know. The world is a big place, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, people, four-fifths of the globe, uh, was said to be um, non-European. Um, so that means there's a lot of um, education out there. Uh, there's a lot of religious views out there, not just one. There's a lot of perspectives politically out there. There's a lot of progressive uh, movements and um, all these different uh, perspectives. Like I said earlier, they got long-term implications if they're not uh, the right, uh, truthful um, ideas. You know, a lot of this is, uh, you know, hypothetical. Uh, you know, when it comes to some of the things you can't be sure of. Uh, but, you know, those are discussions that, you know, need to be had. Um, you know, I don't ever want this show to uh, be divisive or you to think um, that, you know, hey, I don't want to give credit. Hey, man, if the aliens came down here and built the pyramids, man, I want to know about it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the, the power is in the truth, man. The truth is in the, the, the people. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, man, I just, you know, I want that to unify us and, you know, have our um, equity, our, uh, our, our, our integrity, our history, our ties to the land. If you can dispossess us as people, how do you do that? Disassociate us from the land. By saying that it was never ours. If we didn't build the pyramids. If we didn't actually have all this culture. You know some people out there. Push this this narrative that. Um, and this is one that was. This, this one is pretty pretty disturbing. I don't mind talking about this one. Because this one is pretty. I don't know. This one is pretty jacked up. Um, that. The Mesoamerican people were basically a mixture of just African Americans and Europeans and that's basically how you got Native Americans you know it doesn't see that's what I'm saying it doesn't make sense is because the whole the whole hemisphere was here prior to um, slavery and prior to the European invasion they're mutually exclusive ideas and you know I shouldn't even give it any um any merit, but I wanted to put that in perspective because if you realize that that is a uh, 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 an idea that they think of, then you know, then you also realize that it's pretty uh, pretty ridiculous. But yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Um, I think I covered 
pretty much most of what I wanted to cover. And um, I'm going to go ahead and bounce out into the next episode. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, I have to watch all. Peace.